Well, good evening and praise the Lord on this Wednesday, April the 1st, 2020. Praise God for a new month, start of a new month. And for, again, just the opportunity to study the Word of God. Uh, we need the Word more than ever these days. And so we are thankful that we have the opportunity to come and share the Word of God with you. And pray that, you know, I'm praying that you be blessed tonight by the Word of God. Amen. Um, I pray that you're blessed every day by the Word of God. Amen. That you're reading it, studying it, listening to it, confessing it, singing it, <laughs> dreaming about it. Amen. Let that Word get in you. Praise God. Amen. You can't overdose on the Word. Amen. And so, um, get as much word in you as you can. Listen, tonight I want to jump into something that is, I believe, so very important, um, particularly now. Amen. And, and listen, we all know that right now as we sit here on April 1st, 2020, and by the way, it's my niece's birthday. <laughs> Nikki and Titi, amen. So we want to say happy birthday to them. Birthday. I thought about them first thing this morning. Praise God and pray that they're having a happy birthday. Um, but here we are, April 1st, amen, 2020. And we, we know that we're in a challenging time as we continue as a as a nation, as, as a, a world, amen, to deal with this coronavirus and all the things associated with it. Um, and um, we still yet, in the midst of all the challenges and everything else, we yet have hope. Amen. As, as, as children of God, as people of God, we have hope. And that hope is found in God and in his word. And so uh, we continue to dig into the word of God and, and listen to his voice. And as we do, I believe, amen, that he's continuing to... Uh, encourage us and strengthen us and build us up in our faith because that's what we need now more than ever. Amen. Amen. You need faith to combat the fear. You need faith to combat the doubts. You need faith to combat everything that's trying to come against you that's not from God so that you can continue to walk by God and see his provision and his will come to pass in your life. And so um, we're going to continue to Press into the Word of God, and we're going to do that tonight. Um, talking to you tonight about catching the vision. Catching the vision. And we're going to use as a sort of a foundational scripture, um, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And so, if you have your Bibles, turn with me there to, to Proverbs chapter 29, verse Number 18, and we'll get into the Word of God as he speaks to us tonight about catching the vision. Um, so as you get uh, this word in front of you, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, uh, let's pray first, and then we'll um, get into the Word and be blessed by God. Father, we bless you tonight. And we yes, thank Father. you, Lord, as we thank come you. Uh, before you now. We are desiring to hear your voice. And so, Father, we pray that you will speak now from heaven and cause us to hear your voice, O oh God, yes, this, your still small voice. Father, you said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, Father, we believe that you are building us up in our faith so that we can continue to lay hold of all the precious promises that you have for us. Father, I pray tonight that everyone under the sound of my voice, oh God, will be encouraged and strengthened, yes, oh God. I Thank pray you. that, Father, they will catch the vision, that they will be filled with revelation knowledge, and, Father God, that they will be uh, equipped to continue, oh God, to stand strong in the midst of it all yes. and having done all to stand. And Father, we bless you and praise you right now for the deposits made in us tonight. Father, we believe we shall be touched by the hand of God. And for that, we just give you praise and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so we're talking about catching the vision and we're looking tonight first in Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 18. 
And in the King James Version, it reads this way. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Mm -hmm. We read that again. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Mm -hmm. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Before we go and get any deeper into this, we can see and sense just from this verse alone how important vision is because this verse pulls no punches mm -hmm. it says if you don't have vision you perish mm -hmm. doesn't pull any punches on that but implied here is if you do have vision you live Amen. Amen. And if you live, if God is talking about living and talking about life, he's talking about that abundant life, right? That life that's um, to the full until it overflows. But you need vision to have that kind of life. You need vision to have the God kind of life. Uh, but where there's no vision, the people, the scripture says, perish. Now, I want to look at this in two other versions or translations. The first is a New King James Version. And the New King James says, where there is no revelation, mm. the people cast off restraint. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. So we see here a couple of things. One, that vision and revelation mm -hmm. are used interchangeably, mm -hmm. right? So when you think about vision, you can also think about revelation. We also see, though, that in the King James Version, where it talks about people perishing because there is no vision, in the New King James Version, it says that the people cast off restraint. Mm -hmm. And when you cast off restraint, it, it, it means that you simply begin doing any old thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing holds you back. When you yeah. cast off restraint, you say anything, you think anything, you do anything. And typically you may do what you want, what you feel like doing mm -hmm. when you cast off restraint. Nobody can tell you anything. It's, it's only, you know, there, there's no boundaries. Right? There's no limits. I'll do what I want. Yes. And, you know, you cast off restraint. Now, how many of you know that's a recipe for disaster? Right? Because you just go out there doing any old thing, saying any old thing, thinking any old thing. You can find yourself in a world of hurt very quickly. But that is what can happen. And the Bible says, in fact, that is what does happen when you don't have revelation. Yes. When you don't have vision. That's why it's so important for us as people of God to have vision. Yes. Now let's look at Proverbs 29 and 18 now in the NIV version, New International Version. There it says, um, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. Mm. It doesn't talk about keeping the law. It talks about heeding wisdom's instruction. We look at that because right now in this in this day and time, we need wisdom now more than ever. Mm -hmm. We need to make wise choices in what we do. There are some people who aren't making wise choices. Right. Right? There's all kinds of lockdown orders and social distancing measures yes. and, mm -hmm. and, and stay-at-home orders. And there are people who are saying, I'm not doing it. They're casting off restraint. Yes. You can't restrain me. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to have a coronavirus party. I'm going to have 60 people over my house. Jesus. I'm going to go out to the bar. I'm going to go hang out here, there, everywhere. 
They're casting off restraint. Yes, absolutely. The idea that, you know, at a time like this, you need to make wise choices, which may mean making some sacrifices, staying at home and all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't with that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, there was this young man who was interviewed. He was, um, uh, what was he? Uh, what do you call it? Spring break. So a young man, teenager, early 20s, and he said, if I get the virus, I get the virus. Jesus. And he later, a couple of weeks later, went on his social media because he had been vilified, and he apologized because, you know, he realized, man, (laughs) uh, something got into him because he realized that that's not something I should be saying. But that kind of devil-may-care attitude. Mm. Interesting phrase, devil may care, right? But that kind of attitude is one that shows, I don't have any restraint. I'm going to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. That's not wisdom, right? Where there's no revelation, where there's no vision, people perish. They cast off restraint. But blessed is the person who keeps the law. Blessed is the person who heeds wisdom's instruction. And where does wisdom come from? Wisdom comes from God, right? Yes. And so, you know, we have to be tuned into God right now more than ever. Now, do you know that right now, if you turn on the news, if you go on the internet, if you you know listen to the radio or anything like that, there is so much talk about death, disease. Mm-hmm. sickness, unemployment, and the like. And unemployment is like, hey, can lead to poverty and lack, right? Yeah. If you're not working, no money, you know, no essentials, no, no, no things that you need. So death, disease, sickness, poverty, and lack. Mm-hmm. That is what is being talked about 24 hours a day, yes. seven days a week. A week. Yep. That's what's going on right now. All the time. And if, 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 you, if you think about how that makes you feel to hear those reports, they wear you down. Yes. They beat you down. They weigh you down. You don't feel good about hearing those reports. That's why a lot of people right now, one of the things that, you know, we talk a lot about the health of people and taking care of your physical health. But, you know, one of the things that is so vitally important and is going to grow in importance the longer we stay in this mm-hmm. current situation is mental health. Mental health. Yeah. The people, because you, if you constantly are bombarded with these messages, they will wear you down and actually sap life out of you. Why? It's simple. Death Disease, sickness, poverty, lack, those are things that flow from the curse of the law. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what's in the curse of the law. Sickness, disease, poverty, lack, death. That is the curse of the law. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us in Galatians 3, 13 to 14, that Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law, Mm -hmm. right? Having been been made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. Mm -hmm. Why? That the blessing of Abraham may come upon us. Yes. So Jesus became a curse for us. And by doing that, he redeemed us. He purchased us. From the curse of the law. He bought us back. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about redemption? Yes. Yeah. He, he, he bought us back. He regained possession. Brought us back to God, the Father. But the price of it was he became a curse, but he redeemed us from the curse. So sickness, disease, poverty, and lack aren't part of your heritage right. as a child of God. Mm-hmm. And so don't let man... Fill your head and your heart with things that don't belong to you. Jesus. These things don't belong to you as a child of God. But here's the thing. 
If you don't have a vision from God of who you are in him, then man can tell you anything. Can fill you with anything. Tell you what's going to happen to you. Tell you what's going to happen to your children. Tell you what's going to happen to your family. Tell you what's going to happen to you. And, And they don't have any right to speak into your life. When God, especially curses, amen, amen. when God has amen. redeemed you from that. Amen. But right now we have so many things going on. And this is why it's so important as a child of God that you have vision and that you catch the vision. So let's talk about this. There's two types of vision. Okay, there's two types of, of vision. The, the first is natural vision, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, natural vision and, and and natural vision sees things that are physical or natural amen like you can see a tree with your natural vision yeah you can see a chair with your natural vision natural vision sees things that are physical things yes. that are natural mm-hmm. but there's also spiritual vision and spiritual vision sees things that are spiritual yes. or sees things that are supernatural. Yes. Spiritual vision sees things that are spiritual or supernatural. Put another way, natural vision sees things that are there. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That chair is there. Right. But spiritual vision sees things that are not there. Right. And so when we talk about catching the vision, we're not talking about natural vision. We're talking about spiritual vision. We're talking about catching the vision and seeing things that may not be there right now. Mm. And just like we were talking about that. Where there's no vision, people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who heeds wisdom and instruction. And we say wisdom comes from God. The type of vision that we're talking about, spiritual vision, also comes from God. Yes. We're not talking about getting some vision man wants to give you. We're not talking about vision that you want to give yourself. By just visualizing some stuff. No, we're talking about catching the vision given unto you by God. Yes. So we're talking about looking at things that are insane. Now, if if we could, let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. You go there with me. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And we're going to look at verse number 18. 2 Corinthians 4 chapter 18. And there it says, while we look not at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm. So the Bible says here that we, as children of God, people of God, we don't look at things which are seen. What is that saying then? That we don't look at things when it comes to to you catching the vision for your life. Yes, yes. It's not found in the things that you can see with your natural eyes. Mm. It's not found in the things which are physical or natural. So we don't look at those things. Stock market is natural. Yes. Mm-hmm. Job market is natural. Supermarket is natural. Jesus. Right? The things we can see with our natural eyes are natural, and God says, don't look at those things. <laughs> wow. Now watch what he says. He's not saying you that you don't see those things. Because your natural eyes, if they work... You see them. Right. But how many of you know there's a difference between seeing and looking? Yes. 
There's a difference between seeing and looking. You can see something that you didn't look at. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? You say, well, uh, how does that happen? I can give you an example right now. Say you and I are standing and we're having a conversation. And there's some kids playing off to the side of us. And they're throwing a football. Mm -hmm. And that football comes right over my head. You saw it. But right. you weren't looking at it. Right. You didn't look at it from the time it was in the in the kid's hand to the time he went and cocked his arm back to the time he released it. And you didn't look at it all the way as right. it went. You didn't do all that. You right. just saw it as it crossed your eyes. Yes, that's good. Looking at something means you purposely see it. Mm. Not just because it comes across your eyes, but you look at it. See, you look at television. <laughs> you don't see television. You look at it. Mm. Right? You look at the screen purposefully because you want to see what's going on. You don't just, oh, well, let me just, you know, <laughs> have your eyes any old way. You look at it. God says don't do that when it comes to natural things. Right? We don't look at that. Right. But what do we look at? He says we look at things which are not seen. So God calls on us to look at things that are not seen. And if you are in the habit of looking more with your natural eyes than with your spiritual eyes, it will be very, very difficult for you to catch the vision. Because the vision that comes from God is not seen with your natural eyes. Mm -hmm. The vision that comes from God is seen with your spiritual eyes. So we have to train our spiritual eyes to see. Yes. And stop relying on our natural eyes. Amen. Yeah. Stop relying on that news report that you see with your natural eyes. Mm -hmm. Stop relying on your bank account balance that you see with your natural eyes. Stop relying on the things that you see with your natural eyes and begin to develop your spiritual yes. eyes. Yeah. Amen. Second Corinthians five and seven. It says that we walk by faith, not by sight. but not by sight. What does that mean? We don't walk by sight. It means that we don't walk by what we see with our natural eyes. Mm. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. We don't walk by what we see with our natural eyes, but instead we walk by faith. So, but watch this though. If we don't walk by sight, meaning we don't walk by what we see with our natural eyes, but instead we walk by faith, then we understand that faith includes seeing with our spiritual eyes. Mm, yeah. Right? That's why faith is what? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of what? Things, things not seen. Not seen. Mm. not seen with what? Not seen with your natural eyes. Mm. That's why you stand there believing on something from God and someone who can't see with spiritual eyes question you. Jesus. You still believe in God for that? Yeah. Why? Because they can't see it happening in your life. But you can. Mm -hmm. Amen. You caught the vision that God gave you concerning that wow. thing in your life. I'm going to become a doctor. People around you, man, you crazy. I can't see you going to medical school. Of course they can't see you going to medical school. Because they ain't have the vision. Right. But God gave you the vision and you see yourself going to medical school. Yes. And because you see what's not seen, that's faith. Substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Walking by faith, not by sight. sight. So we walk by faith, not by sight. We, we, we don't rely on the things that we see in, a, in the natural. And we can do that because we have vision. Amen. Now, so vision then means seeing with our spiritual eyes, right? Vision means seeing with our spiritual eyes. 
We don't need our natural eyes to have supernatural vision. We don't need our natural eyes to see to have vision when it comes to the things of God, right? Um, you think about it. You don't even need your natural eyes to see. Uh, you know, think about it this way. You can see things with your eyes closed. Yes, indeed. Right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, if you were to close your eyes, and I simply started speaking words like McDonald's, <laughs> see you could see the red sign with the golden arches yeah. right now with your eyes closed. Could Can't you? Yeah. Right. Close your eyes. I say to you that McDonald's, you can see it. (laughs) Right. You can see with your eyes closed Mm -hmm. right now. If you thought of a loved one with your eyes closed, you could see them. Yes. Mm -hmm. With your eyes closed. Closed. Your favorite dessert. It could be ice cream. It could be pecan pie. Yeah, I'm going to make you hungry tonight. Yes, I'm I'm testing you. (laughs) You know you're supposed to put that cookie down. Chocolate chip cookies, Haagen-Dazs, Rocky Road ice cream, pizza, with pepperoni, and sausage. Close your eyes. You can see it. <laughs> I just realized I said your favorite dessert. Somebody's dessert is pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni oh, no. and sausage. You know you got some problems. We need to lay hands on you the next time we see you. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Amen. But can't you see these things with your yes, eyes closed? You can see them all. So that lets you know that you can see things without your natural eyes. Yes. Amen. So so when God speaks to you and says to you, you look at things which are not seen, don't act like that's something crazy. Mm. Because you can see without using your natural eyes. And that's what it takes to catch the vision from God. You don't look at the things which are seen, but you look at what? Things which are not seen. Amen. So we don't need our natural eyes. Now, when you think about vision, right, the reason why we don't need our natural eyes is because in order to have vision and catch the vision, it it, it requires a revelation from God. Mm -hmm. Right? A revelation from, from God. And, you know, sometimes people get all spooky and, and sometimes pastors and teachers and leaders get all spooky about revelation. I got a revelation. And they act as if revelation is, is you know, exclusive or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but understand this. As his children, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as, as Lord and Savior, you're a child of God. Yes. And as a child of God, we all, and as children of God, we all can get revelation from God. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Because revelation, you know, we talk in church and sometimes we get so spooky and so spiritual and so, you know, serious. But revelation is simply something that is revealed. That's it. Uh, it's not something that you're all deep and everything. Else. It's revelation is something that is revealed. Mm. Has God ever revealed anything to you? The yes. answer is yes, yes he, he has. Did. Yes, he did. And it could be something great. Mm-hmm. It could be something small. It could be something in between. Yeah. But if God has ever told you something, if God has ever shown you something, then God has revealed something to you. He's, and you got a revelation. Oh, yes. Now, it doesn't mean that revelation has to be now that you have some prophetic word from God that's going to change the whole universe. The revelation could be what you need to do to solve a problem in your life. Mm. Sometimes the revelation is very small. You need to go to bed earlier. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you finally get that revelation from God. Sometimes God needs to tell you, you need to cut off that friendship. Because wow. it's draining time yeah. away from wow. your life. Mm -hmm. That's a revelation once you get it. And so, so vision is, 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 is a revelation from God. And has God ever revealed anything to you? And it has to come from God. If we go to Matthew, in fact, praise God for this, because this shows us something very, Matthew chapter 16. This is familiar scripture. If you recall when Jesus was in Caesarea Philippi, and he's with his disciples, and he asked his disciples, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they told him, and I'm looking at verse 13. And in verse 14, they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Mm -hmm. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And look what Jesus said to him in verse 17. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not what? Revealed it unto you, mm -hmm. but my Father which is in heaven. What did Peter get? Revelation. He got a revelation. Mm -hmm. Because something was revealed to him by God the Father. You get revelation. Amen. You may not think of it as revelation because maybe you have been taught that revelation is some big spooky thing, that it always has to be a revelation of some big spiritual thing. And it can include that for sure. But you can get a revelation on just what you need to do with your child, with your marriage, with, with, with your workout routine, with with. Right. With anything that's going on in your life, when God speaks to you and reveals something to you that you should do that's in line with his will for your life and that will improve your life and bless your life. Yes. Then you've gotten a revelation from God. So revelation is, is you know, and remember, vision and revelation was used interchangeably in the verses that we saw. Right. Yes. Where there is no vision, the people perish. New King James Version says, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. So vision is revelation from God. It's what he reveals to you concerning his will for your life and the things you should do with your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Broadly, and even those things on a day-to-day -day basis. But how do you get vision? We're talking about catching a vision, but how do you position yourself to catch a vision mm. from God? Well, you're going to have to spend time with God to get the vision. Amen? You got to put in time. Mm -hmm. You got to spend time with God. You can't be plopped in front of the TV all the time and think you're going to get a vision. You can't be on the internet all the time and think you're going to get a vision. And it's so important now with so much time on our hands, right? Yes, because we're not yes. running to and fro. We're not here and there. Yes. Even if you're working from home, if you're still blessed to be working from home. Amen. Um, you, you have more time than you normally do because you don't have to commute. You're not going to the gym. You're not going out, you know, to get your nails done, hair done. Sorry, women. <laughs> Man, some people going to look like, woof. Yeah, we need to pray for an end to this because there's some brothers out there. You need a haircut. Some of your women, you need to get your hair done. And all the rest of that, I'm glad I'm bald because I just shake, whack, 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 just take the razor. I'm good. Yeah. Man, some of y'all, hey man, y'all starting to look kind of, you know, like y'all from the backwoods. <laughs> but you have a lot of time on your hands now, mm -hmm. right? And so what are you going to do with that time? Don't spend all that time, all that free time, all that extra time, I should say. I don't want to yeah. call it free. All that extra time, extra time, right? Watching TV, binging on Netflix, Hulu, mm -hmm. you know, playing games and all the rest of that. that. I mean, that's all well and good. You can get some of that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But spend time with God because, see, right now, again, this world is bombarding you with the vision they want you to catch. Yes. 
Jesus. And what I'm talking to you tonight is about catching the vision that God wants you to catch. But you can't catch the vision from God if you spend all your time doing other things and not enough time Mm. with God. You got to spend some time with him. Amen. Yes. Yes. Now, here's the other thing. Let's let's again, you know, you those of you who know me know that. Listen, it's simple, man. We we keep the thing simple. Life's complicated. We ain't trying to be all sophisticated and all the rest of that thing. And so please understand something. When we talk about getting a vision, we ain't talking about getting into some trance. You know, we, you know, like, like, you know, like, you gotta stay, you know, before God for 48 hours straight. And, and oh I'm not, I'm looking for a vision. I'm looking for a vision. You know, we're, I was listening to a preacher earlier today and he was talking about how, how, you know, he came out of a certain movement where, you know, you had to go to the altar and tarry for the Lord. And he even laughed. And he said, he said, yeah, you know, he said, oh, he said, no, what tarrying is? He said, tarrying is, is, is spending a whole lot of time at the altar and just wasting your time. <laughs> That's what he said. And he went through it. I'm not talking about all that. Listen, it's not all deep and spiritual and spooky. Amen. You don't have to get Amen. into some trance in order to get a vision. Amen. You just have to be tuned in Amen. to God and to his still small voice. Mm. Right. Jesus made a promise. My sheep know my voice. Right. You have to you, you have to train your ear to hear God. And how do you get to do get that training? You spend time in his word. You spend time in prayer. You spend time quiet. In, in quiet, amen. Yeah. I'm telling you, one of the blessings right now is how quiet it is yeah. on the street. So I get up in the morning, amen, just like many of you, and people aren't bustling going back to and fro, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're just not, right? We're on lockdown. So it's quiet. Yeah. Man, take advantage of that time. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of that time and get before God and and talk to him. But more importantly, listen for him. Yes. Amen. And let him speak to you. You don't got to get into a trance. You just have to spend time with God and in his word and allow him to paint a picture on the inside of you. Mm. The same way I said to you, close your eyes and picture McDonald's and you can see the sign. Yes. With your eyes closed, mm-hmm. because, right? You don't need your natural eyes to see it. Let God paint a picture on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. Something that you can't see with your natural eyes, but you will see it with your spiritual eyes. And when you see it, you know you've caught the vision. Yes. He revealed something to you. He revealed something out of his word. He revealed something that you heard before but didn't quite process and understand. He revealed something to you about what you should do at this particular time in these particular circumstances. What should you do? What's the next move you should make? Should you go left or right? Should you go forward or stay put? What should you do? And he reveals it to you. I caught the vision. I now know what I'm supposed to do. You got the vision. Amen. God will speak to you and give you vision. Amen. Peter caught the vision. Thou art the Christ. (laughs) Amen. And he said, what he say? Flesh and blood didn't give that to you. Mm -hmm. What's he saying? You didn't get that from man. (laughs) So watch this. The vision that you need, you ain't going to get from watching CNN. The vision that you need, you ain't going to get. Amen. From watching Steve Harvey, from watching, you know, these talk shows and stuff. You ain't getting no vision from Ellen. You ain't getting no vision from Dr. Phil. Amen. No, flesh and blood's not giving you the vision that you need. The vision that you need is going to come from God. It's going to come from your heavenly father. Now, let's look at a couple of uh, verses and then we're going to get on up out of here. Um, Let's look at Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. Let's look at verse 14. 
And there it says this, And the Lord said unto Abram, after that lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it to thee in thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. What was God giving Abram mm -hmm. right here? He was giving him a vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what he told him, first thing he said was, lift up your eyes and what? And look. Mm -hmm. Right? And look. Now, someone said, yeah, but he was telling him to look in the natural. He said, look northward, southward, eastward, and westward. That's true. But then what did he say? He said, for all the land you see is what? I will give it to you. That's the vision. <laughs> it's not that here's the land, you can see it. The vision was this land belonged to you. <laughs> that wasn't something in the natural that was true. Right. <laughs> right? He didn't own that land. But God said what? This land is yours. But he wanted Abram to see it. Because if Abram could see that the land everywhere he looked belonged to him, mm -hmm. and he could see that with his, with his now, not natural, but with his spiritual eyes, that land was his. Yes, that's it. Amen? That's it. See, God tells you things, but you still got to see it. Mm -hmm. It's the same way when someone's trying to tell you something. They're trying to explain something to you. And you understand the language that they're speaking. You understand the words that they're speaking. But for some reason, it doesn't compute. Right. Doesn't for some reason, you don't get it. Right. You heard what they said. Mm -hmm. you, they didn't use any big words that you didn't understand. No. Mm -mm. It's just the message they were conveying to you. You looked at them like dogs. So you went, huh? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like Scooby-Doo. Huh? Right? <laughs> you looked at it with your head tilted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, when people, sometimes when you're telling people things, and they go, I just can't what? I just can't see, see it. it. I just can't see, see it. You see, because see, words paint a picture. Yes. And see, when you're trying to tell somebody something, and they don't see it. Huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't see it. They can't catch the vision. They can't catch what you're talking about. Yes, but when God yes. speaks something to you and you get it, it. now yes. you caught the vision. And so here God spoke to Abraham and said, look at all this land. It's yours, boy. Now I say that. He didn't say that to him, right? It's yours. Mm -hmm. And Abraham got it. Wow. Now, now there's another time we see the same thing happen to Abraham. Let's look at Abraham, uh, Genesis chapter 15. Let's look at verse number five. Genesis 15, five, and it says, He, God, and he brought him forth. He brought Abram forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars or count the stars, if thou be able to number them. Mm -hmm. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Mm -hmm. Verse six, And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Yeah. So now we see another situation where God is saying unto Abram, because Abram was like saying, listen, you know, <laughs> you haven't given me any seed. I don't have any children. Right. <laughs> he said, this one born in my house will be my heir. And God said, no, 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 that's not how it's going to be. Come here. Let me show you something. Yes. Jesus. And then he told him, now what? Second time we say, look, look. now toward heaven. Mm -hmm. What's he trying to say? Catch the vision, boy. Look toward heaven. Wow. Count the stars if you can. And as many stars as up there, that's how many children I'm going to give you. Wow. Hmm? And what did Abram do? It said he believed God. What does that mean? He caught the vision. Mm -hmm. See, that's why he's the father of the faith, right? Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing yeah, by the word of God. God. We walk by faith, not by that's sight. Right. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He didn't have any children that he could see right here when God told him this, but he saw his children. Yes. He saw the things which were not seen. He was walking by faith. He caught 
the vision. So God will tell you things that in the natural, you can't and nobody else can see them in your life right now. But if you can see them with your spiritual eyes, those things that God is revealing to you, you got the vision. Yes. And with that vision, you can now walk in faith. And that vision is going to come to pass. Habakkuk says that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. The vision will come. It may tarry, yep. but it's going to come. It's going to come. Now let's look at one last scripture, amen, and then we'll, we'll get ready to go, amen. And this is in Joshua chapter 6, the book of Joshua chapter 6. Praise the Lord for his word. Joshua chapter 6. Verse number one. It says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up or fenced in with, with big walls, was straightly shut up because the children of Israel, none went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given into your hands Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. At this time, Joshua was standing outside of Jericho looking at these huge walls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God said, what? See, See. I have given you Jericho. Mm -hmm. At that time when God said that, Joshua in the natural didn't have Jericho. Nope. The walls of Jericho had not come tumbling down at the time God said this. But God said the first thing he said to Joshua was, see. <laughs> you got to see it, Joshua. And if you can't see it, you can't have it. Yes, Jesus. So he wanted Joshua what? To catch the vision. Catch the vision. See, I have given you Jericho. Listen, what is God saying to you? That, or what is it that God wants you to see right now? I know what man wants you to see. He wants you to see these, these numbers of how many people are sick, how many people are dying, how many people are losing their jobs, how many of this, how many of that. And it's all bad news. Sickness, disease, poverty, lack. Yeah. That's what man wants you to see. God don't want you to see that. God wants you to see his abundant provision. Wow. God wants you to see his promise for your life. God wants to, you to see the light shining in the darkness. God wants you to see his strength. He wants you to see his love, his grace, and his mercy. God wants you to see his goodness. Yes. God, that's what God wants you to see. He yes. wants you to catch that vision. And how many of you know, with the things we're going through right now, we need that vision more than ever. Mm. See, I have given you Jericho. Jesus. Before it's in the natural, right? It's not there. But can you see it with your spiritual eyes? Amen. Amen. There's, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the earth right now. There's a lot of things going on around you. A lot of things going around us right now. But that's not the vision you should catch. Amen. The vision you should catch is the revelation that comes from God, that comes from his word. Romans 10 and 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you hear the word of God and that word gets into your spirit, a picture is formed on the inside of you by the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Jesus said the words I speak, they are what? Spirit and life. Amen. Jesus told the woman at the well, God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth this is a spiritual thing y'all amen. amen amen the words are spiritual the revelation is spiritual the god who gives it to you is spiritual amen, amen. we're not talking about what you've seen with your natural amen. eyes so don't try to see it yes. with your natural amen. eyes it's spiritual through and through mm. but the good thing is and the good news is you have the spirit of God living on the inside of you that allows you to see and understand spiritual things. Amen. So let God 
through his word, by his spirit, paint a, a, a word picture on the inside of you. Amen. And then place your faith in that picture, in that vision, in that revelation from God. That revelation that man can't give you, but that you can only get from your heavenly father. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you this as we close. That vision is so far different, oh my gosh, from the things this world is trying to show you. Amen. Not only right now, but especially right now, but all the time. Amen. Mm -hmm. So you stay before God. Stay in his word. Stay before him. Pray with him. Fellowship. Pray, pray to him. Fellowship with him. Amen. Get quiet before him and let him fill you with vision. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your holy bless name. You. Thank you, we Jesus. thank you, God, for your word. We thank, thank you, God, you, for your vision. Yes, Father. Father God, we thank you, God, that as you fill our heart with vision, God, that we shall be happy. We shall yes, be blessed. Father. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, let us... Uh, uh, refrain from looking at those things that are trying to bombard our mind, yes, our hearts, Father, and our spirits. Jesus, but Father God, God, let's look at let us look at the things which are not seen. Yes. And Father God, we believe that as we do, God, you shall show us things, O oh God, according to your word, your spirit, your will, and your way. And yes, Father God, Father. we shall be blessed, and yes, we shall be strengthened, you, and God. we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and for that we give you praise and we give you thanks in the name of jesus christ father seal this word in us tonight yes, father. Uh, father we know that the enemy will come quickly trying to snatch this word out of the hearts of your people father we rebuke him now in, in the, the name, name of, of jesus, jesus. we plead the blood of jesus yes. against him yes. and father we just pray that the holy spirit will continue to minister unto us oh god this this precious word that you have sown into our spirit and father god may it bear precious fruit in our lives. Father, we yes. bless you. We Thank praise you. you. We God. call it done by faith and we give you all the glory for it in Jesus, in Jesus name. name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. Continue to stay before God and catch the vision. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.